Hello football fans and welcome to episode 33 of View from the Sideline podcast. Coming up in this week's Premier League review, we take a look back at Man City v Spurs part two, United's humiliation at Goodison Park and did Burnley push the boundaries of football etiquette in getting a point at Stamford Bridge. It's been a busy weekend in the EFL and we'll give you an update on all three divisions with teams pushing closer to promotion and others getting dragged closer to relegation. Pete returns with another teaser and records fall over the weekend in the predictions challenge. In part two this week, we look at the race for the top four places in the Premier League and which two teams will miss out on Champions League qualification next year. Lots to talk about this week, so let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of View from the Sideline podcast. Chris here and Rich is with me as well. Good evening. How you doing, Chris? Not too bad, not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, I'm slightly distracted. I do apologise because the Spurs are playing at the moment. And obviously, after last week's um, well, Champions League game, I suppose you're still on a, a high from that as well. Oh, a massive high, yes. <laughs> a massive, massive high. And uh, kind but, of a favourable draw for you as well in the, in the semi-finals. Out of the, um, obviously four yeah, games, any, any, any of the four can win it, I think. But it'd be good. Two very close semi-finals. Yeah. So I think that'll make for two great semi-finals and a yeah. great final. So uh, we'll, we'll go into uh, Pete's teaser. It's, I think it's just Pete's teaser now, isn't it? I think we can. It is. It, it, he's <laughs> he's, ta- he's t- claimed it. Claimed he has it. well and truly taken over this segment. So uh, this week's tease, uh, this week's teaser from Pete, I don't know the answer. I have got an idea, um, but I've only just read it. Um, so what he wants to know is which striker won the golden boot in the 1999-2000 season, scoring 30 Premier League goals. Which sounds a lot. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not sure why, how but... many have got 30 since. We might have to mm. find that out. But yeah, so the 99-2000 season, who who won the golden boot? I just keep thinking Henri. I don't even think Henri was there. <laughs> For some no, reason, Henri just comes straight into my he, head. He's just he's your default answer. Yeah. Any, any record in the Premier uh, League, he's your default. I, I've got an idea, but I will um, I will save it to the end. I'm not sure if it's right, but you never know. We could no, get one know. of these right, Chris. The, cool. The, you never know. I don't know why I'm really stuck. I'm stuck in my head now. All things here, Henri now. Ugh. Get out of my head. If there was anyway, a question about like most penalty saves since the Premier League started, would you tier, would you say Henri? Yeah. Okay. As long <laughs> okay, as we're so clear, <laughs> we'll move on to the uh, Premier League review, and uh, well, we'll start off with the Man City Tottenham game. Uh, well, in, in a repeat of the the Champions League quarter final, um, unfortunately, the game I don't think was nowhere near the level of of what we were given in the Champions League second leg game, which was three days before, three or four days before this game. Um, but I don't I don't think anyone really expected it to, to be at that same level. Um, and, and both teams made a, a few changes to the to their teams as well. Uh, especially Tottenham is is there a problem with Lloris or was it just he chose Gazaniga? I I just think it was purely just around rest- resting yeah. players. I I, okay. I th- I think that I think 
Pochettino's made it pretty clear that Lloris is, is still his number one. Yeah. Um, although recently, especially after uh, the Liverpool game, that there was a lot of talk around Lloris, and there was there was quite a few fans voicing that they think Gazaniga should 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 be the number one. But I I think it was no no more than just resting players, and Lloris certainly wasn't the only one that that was rested or or started on the bench anyway. So. Um, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm not sure how you describe Wednesday night. I don't think we'll go into too much detail on that because because we'll be here all night. But I think obviously the the fact that VAR is not involved um, in the Premier League this season that sort of took away that element of it. Um, just with regards to the league game, the obviously there was a Kyle a Kyle Walker handball, which was which was a bit dubious. I mean, I think. From my point of view, I'd probably say if you look at some of the handballs that have been given in recent weeks, then I'd probably say it was a handball, but it wasn't given. Um, but I'll, I'll be I'll be completely honest with you because we we played we were playing City back to back, and I, I don't know why. Maybe just being a bit of a negative or realistic Spurs fan from from history, I didn't think that we'd get anything from either game. To be honest. Um, yeah. So the fact that we got something from the Champions League game and obviously progressed to the semi-final, rightly or wrongly, I didn't care what the score was on Saturday. <laughs> I, no. as long as we, if we if we hadn't have got through this to the quarter-final, I would have obviously wanted Spurs to win the league match because I'd wanted to get something out of it. But nothing nothing i don't will compare to to going through in that type of game um with such um a sort of topsy turvy ending to it that it was almost like just after the lord mayor's show if you like the the league game um 1-0 pretty non-eventful to to be honest with you when when i looked at the teams and i saw that vincent jansen was on the bench i kind of <laughs> thought Oh, okay. So it's going to be one of the. And he's on the bench tonight as well. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I, fair play to City. I mean, it was a close game. I think if it, if anything, it it sort of shows with the three games that Spurs have played against City, although they lost two, um, obviously two in the Champions League. I think it shows that we can hold hold our own with them. Um, and I think back to like playing Liverpool a few weeks ago, only losing 2-1 at Anfield. Probably should have came away from that game with something. It's just the other teams we need to beat consistently. But a decent performance. But, yeah, it was kind of... Um, it was a good glad... game for 1-0. Yeah, but... it was. Yeah. I'm glad it was sort of the early kickoff. Then we could just sort of move on from Relax. the whole Man City Spurs <laughs> thing. But, yeah. Um, yeah, they, they were... They wanted the three points. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I think from a Liverpool fan's point of view, it was probably a possible banana skin for City, but I think it sort of went went by pretty uneventfully and just pretty routine, really, yeah. But it was was all about Wednesday night. We'll move on to the Bournemouth-Fulham game. Um, uh, Fulham leaving it a bit late to start winning these games. Um, Obviously, the only goal came from uh, the penalty spot from, from Mitrovic, who's probably been their best player this season. So, see if he... I don't think he'll stay, to be honest with you. I think he'll... 
I think another club will, will want him in the Premier League. But I yeah, I've, I, have, I mean, I've read a few rumours through the week that, that there's quite a few clubs that are interested in him. Maybe um, even other clubs that come up. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a good player. He's proved that that he can get goals in the Premier League. I agree with you, Fulham. Two wins in a row, no goals <laughs> conceded. When sort of their defence was their worst, with their worst yeah. part of the team. But it's one of those games, and th- there'll be a few now that I think we'll talk about. But Just they're almost like really, dead rubbers. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't really, really matter. It's almost like a pre-season friendly sort yeah. of feel. But um, I think that's. You know, I've, you you will get that this time of the season now because obviously it's only really that last place in the in the relegation zone and yeah, potentially I know. obviously the, the the top sort of six as well. I know, I know. Every the higher you finish up in the league, the more prize money you get, etc. But I mean, I'm not sure of the exact earnings by by position. But to be honest with you. I wouldn't have thought it's that much that's going to make a... Do you know what I mean? I mean, Huge it might be like five, yeah, 500, yeah, yeah. Five, half a million or something, which is a lot of money, an awful but, lot but of money. A lot, a lot of teams would just be grateful to still still be uh, yeah. in the Premier League. But Bournemouth will be team, there next year. Yeah, Fulham, one, Fulham won't. One team that's not as well is obviously Huddersfield. They, they took on Watford. Um, I don't think Watford really had to get out of second gear in this game. It was pretty... You know, it wasn't a, a very fast-paced game, but I, you know, to be honest, I don't think really anyone would have expected much from from Huddersfield. They, obviously, they get a goal you know, from the fans, but like, no, you know, three yeah. points for Watford. I, I I agree with you. Watford have obviously got probably got one eye on the cup final. I think what 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 is good with Watford at the moment is Delafeu. I mean, he's. He's shown what what a quality player he is, and um, his 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 first goal was was superb. Just sort of like oh, yeah, no yeah. sort of backlift at all, and just sort of places it in off the post. I thought it was a great goal, but yeah, I think of... not not a great, not a hugely entertaining game, and no no, no real surprise with the result. I think. Uh, but the the West Ham Leicester game um, saw two teams that have probably had. The most up and down results, I think, this season, uh, West Ham, Leicester, and I'm not a huge fan of Leicester. <laughs> no, I was, yeah, we'll, um, so, we'll, we'll uh, go on to that in predictions, yeah. but there's one goal in here that's that's that yeah, stopped not, you not smashing all sorts of but, records. Um, to be honest with you, uh, with two teams that, like I said, have had up and down results the whole season, I think a draw is probably probably fair fair result. Um, in this one, and um, I saw Harvey Barnes scored his first goal for Leicester, um, but I also read that he's had the most shots without scoring a goal, or so it's something. something he was like on loan that. at Derby, wasn't he? Yeah, was he at Derby? Is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's something like he's had the most shots on target without scoring a goal up until this weekend. It's it's wow. something like that. So. I mean, uh, but... I, 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 know, I know I put a score draw in the predictions, but I actually fancied Leicester to win that. Um, I think the, the, I think the talking point in that one. I don't know what you think, Chris, but West Ham's the third goal that was disallowed. I mean, he was a good yard on side. He was, he was on side. Um, Perez was definitely on side. Yeah, so uh... it's a bit. I mean, it just sort of shows how. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's close. It is close, and obviously we've got the benefit of yeah various replays from various it's... angles. But that that's a goal that. Quick. And again, neither teams in 
sort of they're not they're not going down they're not no, sort of getting no. into europe but i mean it's still three points but quick so. question so so next season the referee will, will allow him to to actually say he puts the ball in the back and the, the referee will allow him to do that won't they and then bring it they, back I, then, I, I, believe, I believe though they will play on um until because i mean you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't stop the game with him one no, on one clean I mean. yeah, through I so i mean yeah. how do you restart the game but exactly. yeah the, <laughs> I, the goal would either stand or it would be disallowed yeah. based on it almost it almost removes the play to the whistle theory doesn't it you always get told playing football that you've got to play to the whistle but now you kind of don't because you just got to keep playing <laughs> yeah, just keep playing yeah. we'll see okay. how that goes uh wolves brighton um obviously a good point for brighton in this one a, a clean sheet for them as well wolves have kind of gone off i, I the boil slightly in the last sort of like five games um, I don't know whether they're just a bit tired, maybe. Um, cause obviously, you know, w- without a shadow of doubt, they've had out of all the teams in the league, they've probably had one of the most successful seasons, I would say, especially obviously coming up. I know they spent money in the summer, but you know, s- still, I would say they've had a very, very good season. Yeah, uh, they, pro- they, they probably have overperformed. I'm not sure how they didn't win that game. I mean, no. I hate to say it, but it's, it seems to be following the same pattern as tonight. Spurs are absolutely battering Brighton, but still no breakthrough. But they were, they've no, they've been known for for good performances like that Brighton in the past, like where they've managed to you know keep clean sheets. Um, well, yeah, I, I, that... I don't necessarily think that's their problem. I mean, this was their first point in their last six games, and they haven't scored in those six games, so. Yeah. Bearing in mind, 20 minutes to go in tonight's game. They're 20 minutes off seven goals, seven games without a goal, which uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter how good you are at the back if you're not scoring, you're not you're not gonna you're well, gonna be in trouble even if you top, drew every game. Top manoeuvre scoring late goals, so you know. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I well, guarantee now by the end of this podcast they would have won this game. There we go. Well, I hope so. I hope <laughs> so. so. But I mean, that that was just a, that's that's not a dead rubber game, but it's not one yeah. that's going to live long in the memory. But it's cer- certainly now, a bad so. point. Yeah, not mathematically, I but they are. I, they I think if you look at Cardiff's, fi- I know we'll come on to Cardiff, but Cardiff's remaining fixtures aren't as bad as I thought they were originally. I think they played. Um, and if you look at so. Brighton's last three. So I mean, let's let's whatever the outcome of tonight's result. If, if they win tonight, I think they are. But they've got Newcastle at home, Arsenal away, and Man City at home. Yeah. You you could conceivably say that Brighton will take no points from their last three games, especially the way Newcastle are playing. So you you just don't know. I don't. They're they're probably the favourites to stay up, but you just you you never know, do you? No, right. Newcastle, um, obviously a, a great hat trick for Ozzy Perez, who, who again I thought was probably one of their, you know, one of their better players this season. Um, also, um, a talking point in this one was Ward Prowse. Um, do you think he should have been sent off for holding back the player when you know he's potentially for on goal? Yes, probably. I I thought I thought it was a red card. I thought he should have been sent off. Uh, yeah, I think I think he probably should have. Really, I think you see you see that given as a red more often than not. 
Yeah. Um, I just think it yeah, needs to be um, I think it's, it's sort of after the event, isn't it? Really, I think yeah. it'd be much. It'd be much more of a talking point if, if Newcastle hadn't gone on to win. So, uh, and Benitez after the game, um, he was very open in when uh, one of the reporters asked him about his future at the club, and he he didn't seem that sure. You know, he was saying that obviously it, it's going to come down to what's going to be put on the table for transfer money. Um, yeah, I, that was I, I mentioned. I. Um, I I do. I don't know about that because I think I think he's leveraging for position just as much as the club are as a whole in like yeah. in in trying to find a buyer. Um, Benitez isn't gonna. He's not gonna sort of come out and say what his actual plan is or that he, he's gonna go or he's yeah. gonna say because it just doesn't work like that. He's. As much as he probably wants to stay, he's not going to come out and say it. Well, I think I think um, deep down he does. He wants to stay deep down, but it's. I think. He, I, 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 think just, I think he wants maybe some promises that you know he's going to get X amount of transfer money to spend because yeah. he he didn't he hasn't had a huge amount to spend this season. But then you got to think if you've got a, a guy that wants to sell the club, he's not going to. Be pumping more money, and I think you know the best thing for them is that they find someone and find someone quick before. Yeah, yeah and I I agree with you, but I mean I think with the greatest of respect to Newcastle, they're probably not going to be challenging for for titles and for FA Cups and that year in year out. So I'm I'm not sure where else Benitez goes that that's um, going to offer him sort of. A, a greater opportunity at winning things, and I think he's so well thought of at Newcastle. And the whole sleeping giant and whatever phrase you want to use for Newcastle, they have got potential. And if they if they did, if Ashley or whoever bought the club did invest, and Benitez got the players in that that he wants to, you never know. I mean, they're they're just as capable of capable as a team like Wolves or Everton or Watford of challenging for the top well, six. I think you, you just don't know. I, I think he'll stay for another year. Then yeah. I, I think next summer would be more likely would be the sort of time that there's going to be a lot more speculation well, outside, about him going. Outside the top six, I saw that Newcastle have got the most points since December outside. Of the yeah. Top six. Yeah. That, that's right. Yeah. That's I heard the good. same thing. So, so, um, We'll, we'll move on to just just a, just a word yeah. on Saints. It's probably worth saying. I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you do. But they've scored the quickest ever Premier League goal tonight. Okay. Shane Long. Yeah. Okay. In Man United, um, I couldn't quite believe how bad Man United were. No, they were Def- they were pretty pretty terrible attacking. It was all. I'd give it was it all the It's just awful, and. Ever since they've given him this contract, he's lost like six out of eight games, hasn't he? I saw um, at the weekend. Yeah, I think That's it. I think it might it. even be out. I think it oh. might even be out of nine. Yeah, I think it might uh, be out of nine games. It's, but it's take, ter- you know, take nothing away from Everton. You know, they've beaten Man United four now. They've beaten Arsenal and Chelsea both at home as well. So, you know. The, this this one is just so United had one shot on target. You've got people like Lukaku, Rashford, Martial, Pogba. Oh, I maybe even put Fred in there. I'm not. I don't think he's the most prolific of midfielders when it comes to goal scoring. But one shot on target is 
it's oh, just well. not acceptable. And yeah. I mean, the the honeymoon period is well and truly over. I mean, to be honest yeah, with you, no. I think it was I think it was over before he was made permanent. To be honest, but the, the two teams involved in this game were I'm really interested to see what happens to them in the summer and next season. United mainly around what they're going to do with regards to transfers in and out. Well, I mean, yeah, well, I've seen there's, there's you know, so there's a, many. There could I mean, be a uh, list of players that want to leave if they don't qualify for. Yeah, absolutely. Players. But there's also a list of players that apparently they want to get rid of. And then I've I've also read this week that they can get Gareth Bale on loan for about five million. Yes, yeah, and you kind of think, well, is he going to want to go there? I mean, or or sit on the bench at Madrid? And, they need to work the defense. That's that's where they need to be. I, I can see De Gea going. I can honestly see De Gea going. Um, do you think? Because, they, do you think I, they'd go back in for Maguire? Yeah, yeah, probably. But I mean, they were linked with every centre half, weren't they? I mean, Alderweireld still sort of. There's rumours going round about him going, going to United, I've but. Seen... I've heard Arsenal as well. Yeah, I don't. I can't see him going to United. I I actually think he might stay at Spurs. I think that he he, he knows. He's played, isn't he? He's not. Yeah, he is. So there's no reason. Yeah, he is. I don't know. It'll be a really. It'll be really. Sort of people like Lindelof. I mean, he would. He would have been first out the door sort of six months ago. But now he's probably their most improved player. I think. Look, I think Pog. I think Pogba and De Gea are the biggest two. I mean, I can't. I can't see Rashford going. Martial's just signed a new deal. I can't honestly see Lukaku going. I think they've got a couple in midfield. I think Mata and Herrera, their contracts are up. Uh, Jones and Smalling. I mean, just not. I'd, I'd, I would. I would just. I would literally pay for their taxi out of the club. I mean, I don't rate either of them to be honest. Um, but Everton, on the flip side, I know they spent a lot of money in the summer and they've hugely underachieved this year. But I just think that they're starting to show signs that they are a good yeah. side. They have got good players and they can yeah. they can beat these big teams. And I just think whether there's going to be more investment in the summer to try and move it to the next level. And it's just it's how they perform on the back of that. That um, will be interesting. Player. He's like he he creates uh, yeah. so much from him. His goal was so good, and I thought uh, to myself, "You ain't going to beat that." that. De, no, De Gea's got to save Dinye that. Scored quite an Dinye, I think Dinye's was better because yeah, because of the technique. De Gea has got to save Sigerson's from that far out. It's not as if it flies in the top corner. He's got to do better with it. I think. Well, disappointing if you're a Man United fan. But then, obviously, you know, four nil. You, you know, that's their heaviest defeat for three years. So we'll have to see where they pick up. Obviously, they they've got Man City tomorrow night, and then Chelsea on Sunday. So you know, they've got some tough games coming up. So uh, Spurs have just bought Vincent Janssen on. Yeah, desperate, desperate Oh my god! Can you imagine if? No, Lucas. Can you imagine if he got the winner? So you've got Janssen and Lorente playing. (laughs) That would be unbelievable. Just to give you, just to give, just to give you, just to give you a a comprehension of of this game. Spurs seventy eight percent possession, twenty six attempts at goal, 
Brighton two. How many of those shots have been on target? Yeah, we'll we'll go past that. So Palace, <laughs> Arsenal, Palace. Okay, Arsenal, a great Arsenal game, great game for the neutral. This one, um, and one that obviously Palace fans won't forget in a while. Um, the main thing I took from this is this is Benteke's first goal for a year. What a goal! <laughs> one first, in one for Benteke. Did you see you got the assist? Yes, I'm, I saw good friend Milohojevic. Oh, free kick! And I bet it was going in until Benteke yeah. deflected it. <laughs> Boy, I just couldn't believe that was his first goal for a year, and then and then another rare goal from Meza Urzel. He, he's he pops up one, and to be honest with you, the first half, well, you know, it was it was all about the second half really. And I thought once Arsenal got the first goal, I thought mm, they could probably go on now and and get a couple more. But credit to Palace, you know, they they dug in deep and they they didn't give up. Obviously, Zaha. Scoring the second, but a lot of hesitation from Arsenal at the back. I think a mix-up between the uh, defender yeah. and the keeper. I would, I at one or I would have had Arsenal to win that. The two things that I took from that is one is is Zaha, and there's a lot of speculation about him. Eighty million, apparently, you can have him for. Um, so, but <laughs> where's where, where's he going to go? Is sort of my question. I, I mean, you I hear he, a different team every day than I heard. Yeah, but, but he's he, he's he's sort of come out, hasn't he, and said that he he, he wants to play at the highest level, Champions League, etc., yeah. etc. So, That's obviously, nice. you're limited by clubs, and I know we've said in the past that I can't see him at Liverpool. I can't see him at City. I don't think he'd go back to United, so it sort of leaves Spurs and maybe Chelsea. I think he'd have to go abroad. I I agree with you, yeah. I agree. I'm not sure that they're going to get that sort of money for him. He won't get that much. They'll get, I'd say, 50, pushing 60 maybe. I wouldn't say 80 at all. He's no, a good player. It's, 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 wrong, it's, but... highly, it's highly priced for I never really, under, I never really understand where... He should, I, I personally feel he should play out wide. I don't, I don't think he's an out-and-out striker that obviously Palace have used. No, I think he's but... a wide man, but I can, I mean, I can sort of, I can sort of see what, where they're coming from because he is pretty much their club, isn't he? I mean, he he's he sort of their main player, but yeah, I'm not sure he's worth that. I mean, the other thing for me was Arsenal defensively. We can talk about it till. We'll probably say the same thing for every game until the end of the season. It's just no, it's not. It's not good enough. And Emery in the summer is going to have to do some business, I think. To um, I think he will. He he looks like to shore them up. Let's see. I think they could probably get rid of literally their whole back. Yeah, I I think think Leno's been a bit. I think them and Man United, they're going to be. I think they're going to be battling for the same players. I think because they both need defenders, and they're both going to be going for the sort of same type of defenders. So. Yeah, but it all depends on where they finish, on what sort of player they're going to get. I think. Yeah, someone anyway. could end up you know, with, with a pretty good player there. So we'll move on to the Cardiff Liverpool game. Uh, I thought Liverpool actually struggled for quite, you know, in stages of this game, and oh. It was never a penalty. A hundred percent, never a penalty. Salah is becoming that sort of player that goes down very, very easily under the slightest of contact. 
And you, I had a guy tweeting me Salah. earlier this week on Twitter saying that he thought Salah was player of the season or whatever, uh, but I disagree totally. And then he gets a strop on because Milner takes the penalty. I, I understand he wants to win the golden boot, but sh- each, in a game like that where Cardiff had a fair few good chances, Morrison especially should have scored um, from a corner where he actually managed to head the ball behind him. And oh, him no yeah, <laughs> but what a defensive header that was. That was absolutely but, amazing. You know, say Salah, you know, Milner is obviously their first or second choice penalty taker. Imagine he lets Salah take it, Salah misses that, and then Cardiff go and score. Yeah, I, I mean... I, so, I think he's got to understand. It's not all about him. No, it's not. But, I mean, for me, Liverpool should have... Liverpool should have been two or three nil away at half-time, probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think it's... But before the game, I mean, I, I thought it could possibly be be a slip up. I thought I thought it could be a game where where sort of Cardiff takes something. Um, but fair play to Liverpool. I mean, it was a great first goal, but Mane missed some chances. Salah missed some chances on the no, penalty. No. I think on the penalty. I think it. I don't know. It was a strange one. I I kind of thought it was a penalty, but I thought he was so dramatic about it. And I thought that he, he, if he wasn't as dramatic as he was, you probably, I don't know. I don't know. It's a funny one. I can see why the ref gave it, but it was a, it was a, he was very dramatic about it. I mean, he was flinging his arms around like he was doing some sort of dance at a rave. And then he sort of went down and I, I ignore anything about people getting stroppy about taking a penalty. It, you're, you're, it's all about the team, isn't it? It's about the yeah, team. And, that's what I mean. There's no point uh, getting out. I remember when it happened to Chelsea once with Drogba and Lampard. Drogba, this is the, we were, I think it was the day we beat Wigan 9 0 on the last day of the season. 8 0. It was 8 0, sorry. And Drogba was going for the golden boot. And. Lampard took the pet dropper ended up scoring a hat trick anyway, so it, it didn't matter in the long run. But he got a strop on that day as well because he couldn't take it. But Lampard was always going to take the penalty. You've got each team has obviously a person that they trust, two, three people that they trust to take they penalties. Have, Milner especially is a good hand. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. I mean, they got the three points. I don't, I don't know what yeah. the fuss is around, anyway, really. But... Chelsea Burnley. Well, I was, I mean, I was going to say that the the point sort of takes you out the top four, but if if Spurs fail to get a winner tonight, it may not be that bad a point. Uh, Well, I mean, we've spoken about this a little bit today. I I don't, I'm of a different opinion of you, Chris, than you, Chris. I think that, I think that teams will employ that, those sort of tactics when they've got what they need. But, yeah, but, but as I said earlier, got booked in the 30th minute for time wasting. But you were 2 1 up at one point, and the time wasting didn't, it didn't happen. Wasn't wasn't the reason, wasn't wasn't the reason that they equalised. But, it wasn't no, but from the thirtieth minute well, onward, they just keep your lead. Keep your lead. Keep, you play should it, be beating teams like Burnley. The time. Not Chelsea needed to. They needed to hold the lead. Injured, oh goal! Goal! 
Goal oh. Tottenham. Oh. Goal Christian Eriksen. Oh, sorry, Chris. Sorry, listeners. I'm a bit excited there. I'll tell you what. So I'm having to talk about Chelsea. And now I'm uh, I am now this. prepared yeah. to reveal to you how many shots on target Spurs have had. So 29 attempts, five on target. What a ratio. What a ratio. Sorry what about I that, say? Chris. What I apologise. I, I said to you that they, they'd end up winning this game. 89... I apologise. I apologise. Four wins out of four at the new stadium. No goals conceded. Champion 2019 Champions League winners. Sorry, I'm getting carried away. Sorry, Chris. You were saying about Chelsea drawing with Burnley. Disgrace, really. Burnley. I didn't think the tactics were. Anyway, Chelsea didn't play that well, anyway. But needless to say, it was 2 all. You know, I just. I don't know. It's just been one of those seasons, really. I'm uh, just just a question on that. Sorry, I, I must apologise about my over so, hey, exuberant I'm, celebration. I've sent a message by Lewis, who we work with, saying Spurs are so lucky. I bet. <laughs> oh, United fan, they're all getting a bit jealous. They're we've all always, getting a bit yeah, jealous. I must apologise. The thing about Spurs scoring late goals. Anyway, oh, but I'm yeah, sorry, I must apologise. Just, just, just a very to obviously after Arsenal, United, and Tottenham all losing, that was two points that we've just put down the drain. To to be completely honest with you, but I don't know why I expected anything different. Our def- defending against Slavia Prague was terrible. Second half, literally just every time the ball gets put in the box, there's no one defending the back post. Uh, I mean, I just, I just, just a question on this quick, yeah, quickly, on. Chris. What, what, what needs to happen in the summer? Uh, he needs to go. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just, I if he had, if he had, if he had a plan B, then I would probably say that he should stay. But it's just he just hasn't got. Is just. I mean, I remember a few weeks ah. ago you saying that you actually thought that Surrey ball was working. If I didn't, yeah. Okay. <laughs> short memory, short memory. It's, for mate, Chelsea it's worked fans. perfectly in the Europa League. I must say, the Europa League group stages, it worked. Absolutely. Oh, treat. sorry, Chris. Goal at Vicarage Road. One-one. Oh, yeah, the so Saints are maybe back in. Maybe Saints aren't safe yet. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Carry on. It, I, I think he should go. I think Hazard will go, but I can't really blame him for wanting to leave, to be honest with you. He's done what he's needed to do at the club. He's won everything, pretty much, at the club. Big so, big yeah. summer. Big summer at yeah, we'll uh, have to see Chelsea, the Arsenal, see. United then, really. As it stands, the transfer ban is still there, so we'll wait and see what happens with that. Anyway, okay. Premier League done. So we'll move on okay. to the Championship League 1 and League 2. Yep, so uh, over the weekend, uh, there's a lot of action in the EFL. Um, Friday, Monday, really, quite a lot of games over the weekend. So we're starting the championship. Uh, So Norwich are still top, despite drawing both games over the weekend. Uh, So it's now four draws in a row for them. Both games uh, they played ended 2-2. They drew against Sheffield Wednesday on Friday and then Stoke on Monday. 
Uh, they're three points clear of Sheffield United, who have won their last two. They beat Forest 2-0 and Hull 3-0. Both teams are on the verge of automatic promotion after Leeds, who are in third, lost both games over Easter. They lost 2-1 at home to Wigan, then 2-0 away at Brentford, which leaves them three points behind Sheffield United and six behind Norwich. So Norwich are pretty much... I think Norwich need another point and then they'll be guaranteed promotion. West Brom and Villa, uh, they're both guaranteed a playoff place in fourth and fifth. Villa have now won their last 10 matches. Literally come from nowhere, Villa. Uh, Derby are up to sixth and they occupy the final playoff place. They beat QPR 2-0. Middlesbrough dropped to seventh after losing 3-0 at Forest. At the bottom, Bolton have joined Ipswich in having their relegation to League One confirmed. They lost both of their games over the weekend. Rotherham are in 22nd. They're now three points from safety. They also lost, lost both games. Millwall in 21st managed to get one point. They drew one all away at Sheffield United, which was a really good point in the end. Uh, so it looks as though it's between Rotherham and Millwall for the final relegation place with Reading, seem, Reading seemingly safe or six points clear of the drop zone with only two games left to play. So another point for them will uh, secure their safety. Um, in League One, Luton remain top. They beat Accrington 3-0 on Saturday, and that was after their first defeat in 28 games, I think it was, against Charlton. They're two points clear of Barnsley. They've won their last three. But Luton do have a game in hand uh, where three points will guarantee them automatic promotion. Uh, they're actually playing tonight. They're 2-1 up against Wimbledon. So I think if they win that, they will secure automatic promotion not the championship but they'll they'll get a promotion Portsmouth are in third they're two points behind Barnsley with a game in hand having won their their games at the weekend and they have guaranteed a playoff place same applies for Sunderland uh, they have a game in hand but four points behind Barnsley after taking four points in their last two games Cholton are in fifth and they're also guaranteed a playoff place, but automatic promotion is less likely for them. They've played the same amount of games as Barnsley in second, but are six points behind. And the final playoff place looks like it's between Doncaster and Peterborough. Doncaster on, in sixth place on 69 points, but they are, yeah, just checking the score, they are losing tonight. They're losing 2-1 at home to Accrington. So, Peterborough, if they win their game in hand, they'll go level on points. At the bottom, Bradford have been relegated to League One after a dreadful run of only one win in their last 14 games. So no real surprise they've gone down. The other three relegation places are still not confirmed, with the form of the teams at the bottom not making good reading. Walsall, Wimbledon and Scumfort make up the remaining three places, and none of them have picked up a victory in their last three matches. Only five points separate Walsall and Accrington in 18th with two games left to play. So it's three teams from a possible six who will be joining Bradford. So um, still really, really, <laughs> yeah. really close. Yeah, right. I mean, there's, there's so much championship and like League One football over the weekend. It's sort of hard to yeah to squeeze yeah. it all in. But uh, Spurs have won, 1-0. Yeah, so uh, just, uh, yeah, pretty just much... Give you... Same for uh, League Two. Obviously, there was two rounds of fixtures uh, over the weekend. Um, But despite uh, a nil-nil draw with Tramir, Lincoln have won the league, um, which has been coming literally for the past two months. Been by far the best team in that league this season. So, you know, congratulations to them. But 
the other automatic places are still up for grabs. So uh, Bury, um, who were fourth, are now in second. Uh, they beat Northampton 3 1. Uh, they currently sit on 77 points. Mansfield down to third. They lost to Oldham 3 2. And MK Dons in fourth. Uh, they drew. Um, both are on 76 points. Uh, so s- still with an outside chance of top three, Forest Green beat Cambridge 2 1. And now only three points off third place. Uh, with two games left to play, and Tranmere secured a playoff spot. Uh, they're in sixth after an impressive nil-nil draw with leaders Lincoln. Um, so there is a fight for the last playoff place, which Exeter currently hold. Uh, so they they drew one all with Stevenage at the weekend. So they're on 66 points, but behind them, they've got Colchester, Carlisle, Stevenage, and Newport all on 64. So they're only two points off, and Newport actually have a game in hand as well. Uh, their game in hand is against the team just below them, also on 62 points, Oldham. Um, so, yeah, you basically have seven teams fighting for one spot, and that also includes Crew, who are on 62 as well. So, yeah, it's pretty, so you've got 70, seven teams going for one spot. So it's going to be quite interesting there. So I, do love, I do love the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, uh, in, in sort of the, the, the uh, NFL leagues. If that wasn't tense enough for those seven teams, you've got three teams that just can't seem to shake each other off at the bottom of the league. Uh, so uh, yesterday, uh, they all matched each other again. So they all lost on Friday. Uh, yesterday they all drew, so uh, it, it is as you were. Uh, Macclesfield just outside the relegation zone, two points ahead of Yeovil and Notts County. Uh, Yeovil did have a great opportunity yesterday against Colchester. Uh, Yeovil went one 0 up, and Colchester had the goalkeeper sent off, but Colchester equalised uh, towards the end of the game. So are they still going down? Chris? Yeah, uh, it is. Well, we're think, running right. out of games, Rich, yeah. And Yeovil have still got to play Bury uh, as well. So, obviously, Bury are fighting to, to get that automatic promotion. So, so Macclesfield yeah. are away to Port Vale uh, Yeah, Macclesfield have probably weekend. got... And I think they've got Northampton on the last game of the season. So, they've got two very oh, winnable games there. Yeah, two so. sides that aren't really playing for anything, are they? Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see what happens. So, this, this weekend could be all over because obviously if Macclesfield win and Yeovil lose, they, uh, they will be going down. So mm. yeah, interesting. Weekend, so. Yeah. So yeah, so that is, that was the uh, EFL review. Uh, and that is it for part one of the podcast. Uh, we'll be back in part two with uh, some news on predictions. Uh, we've got a special topic uh, around uh, the Champions League spots in the Premier League and who's going to get them and we'll also try and get Pete's teaser so we're back in part two hello and welcome back to part two of view from the sideline podcast um as we do every week we're just going to kick off part two with a bit of an update on predictions where we had a bit of a record last week, Chris, didn't tell we? Tell him. We had 
a record score which was uh, posted by our very own Chris. Um, and you may have heard us mention earlier on the late equaliser for Leicester uh, also well, it took 10 points away from you, Chris. You could yeah, have absolutely yeah. smashed those. 45 points. Yeah. So 30 being the highest that, that we've had so far this year with, with Jamie. Uh, myself and Chris have had 30 before, but so, never above. So the highest so ever score. You can beat Jamie. Jamie's score is beatable. You <laughs> it's can. only taken me 36 attempts to do it. But. You can. <laughs> so uh, Cameron was our guest at the weekend. She got the Man City Spurs game spot on, uh, which gave her the 10 points. Uh, this week, uh, we got Dave, uh, Dave Herbert, who's a, a a big Saints fan, so Have he's, he's yeah, lot of lots of Daves. Uh, so yeah, he's our guest this week. So, um, the scores, the predictions are online, so you and can uh, just quickly on predictions, we should be doing the draw this week, uh, for uh, the two people that are gonna get a second chance, yeah. So, I think we've uh, had 30, I think we've had nearly 40 people, yeah, take part, which is a lot. So obviously a, a huge thank you to everyone who, who has taken part, and you, you may get another go. You may get another go to uh, to try and topple the the, the thirty. Hopefully it's Adam because he got he got Adam, zero. Adam is the only one. one to get, he he yeah. is the only one yeah. to get zero. Yeah. So um, obviously weekend uh, games. So once once all over. So I think sort of Sunday afternoon we'll be posting the results to see how Dave gets on, and then there'll only be. Two, two. Well, only one more round, and then we're into the the two the two repeats, aren't yeah. we? I suppose so. One more person uh, who we won't know, unfortunately, until next week. So yes, I will put. I will just put them in the draw, but they will be as unknown person. Yes. TBA. You'll be you'll be classed as TBA. Unfortunately, so, so the the person may get two goes in a row. Maybe. Potentially. Yeah, that would be strange. anyway. Special topic, Rick. So yeah, it's kind top of four. I think I think the this result sort of, tonight's I'll... kind of killed it because like, yeah, but I I do <laughs> think I do just think I'm just I'm just gonna I know this isn't the topic, but I'm just gonna mention this very quickly because I think the whole the late equaliser for Watford tonight also uh, uh, Saints winning. I think that would have sort of put them too far out of reach now. I know, as we said before, Cardiff probably are favourites to go I down. So, yeah, but with with the defeat, but so with the defeat, Brighton they're still only three points ahead of Cardiff. Saints are now six six points ahead with only nine available. So, all but being mathematically safe, I think Saints are okay. But just very quickly, Cardiff's next three games are Fulham away, Palace at home. United away, so United could have nothing to play for. So let's just, I mean, Fulham away and Palace at home are winnable games for Cardiff. Brighton, as we said, Newcastle, Arsenal, and City. I think Cardiff have got an easier run in than Brighton. Oh, yes, so but and they've only got to make up three points. I mean, the, the goal difference is probably worth a point, so maybe it's four points, but. Just to um, just to put it out there from a relegation perspective, that that late goal from Ericsson has has sort of made both ends of the table a bit more interesting. But so uh, as we stand, so I think 
one and two, I think, are pretty much sorted. We just don't know in which yeah. order. Um, it's just those last two t- spaces, isn't it? Tomorrow, tomorrow night will go a long way for that. But that obviously includes United for, for their race for the top four. So at the moment, we've got Spurs in third, played 35, 70 points. Chelsea are in fourth, played 35, 67 points. Arsenal are in fifth, played 34, 66 points. United are in sixth, played 34, 64 points. So both, I think both play tomorrow night. I think Arsenal and United both yeah. play. But So a win for both teams would push Chelsea down to sixth. A win for either of them would push Chelsea outside the top four. But they all would have then played the same amount of games. Um, and... Obviously, now the Spurs game's over. It's probably a bit easier to say, but Spurs' remaining games are West Ham at home, Bournemouth away, and Everton at home. Um, and the two, the two teams I'd feel a bit more, well, a bit less confident about would be United mainly because they've got to play City and Chelsea. But the fact yeah. that United, Chelsea have got to play United, they're the only two teams out of the top six that are actually going to play each other. Take it or sit so City, Chelsea, and United. But if you're talking about the final two places for the top four, I think it's only Arsenal and Spurs. I think have probably got the um, the upper yeah. hand a bit now, especially with, 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 with fixtures left. that are remaining. Um, yeah, it's just also all four teams have not played well this season now. For you. when you, when you compare it to how far the top two are ahead this season. Um, it's just it's just been one of those seasons where no one has really grabbed the ball by the horns, if you get what I mean, for third and fourth place. You've seen it this weekend. All four teams, none none of them won, and no, it's kind but... of been like that throughout the season. Like when when one team has slipped up, the other teams just haven't taken full advantage of it. No, um, but, but I think from... I think. I think that's a bit of a mixture because I think you've got to look at who was playing who. Yeah, I think yeah. when when you look at when uh, to be honest, Arsenal and Chelsea should should be winning the games that they've dropped points on over the weekend. Uh, you'd, Spurs away at City, Arsenal, uh, United away at Everton. It's probably you probably understand it a little bit more. But I mean, I agree with you. They've they've been they've been a lot less inconsistent than the top two. That's without a doubt. Yeah. It's, it's you know, but it's it's so hard to call out, and a lot from a Chelsea fan as well. You know, we've we've still got to play Man United, Leicester, and Watford. <laughs> you know, not you know the Watford game. Hopefully, you know they've got their eyes on something else at the moment. So. You know, well, I mean, probably the, the easier game of, of the lot, but the the two games tomorrow are going to go a long a long way to deciding this because Arsenal away at Wolves that that's not an easy game, it's a tough game, and obviously um, Man United as well. <laughs> I, I I I think that I, I do think that if United don't take anything from tomorrow, I think they're pretty much done. I think that would leave them six points behind Spurs with only three games to play. One more win for Spurs and United are out of the picture from Spurs' point of view. Um, but then then you come on to United-Chelsea. 
such God, a big game. Isn't I, it? it's, oh, it's going to be game. it's going to be a huge game, uh, and it's uh, it's at Old Trafford, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a huge game. Defeat for Chelsea there. I mean, probably we cannot probably puts them out of it. Really, they need they need to with, win with the same tactics that we did when we went to Liverpool the other day. He has no, to start a striker on Sunday. Yeah, he has to start one hundred percent. They have to go for that game. You know what? If it means they concede two or three goals but score four goals, who cares? Mm. Just just go for it. You know we've got no. At the end of the day, you know we, we have got something to lose. But if we lose on Sunday, that's it. That'll, that'll be. Well, I think I think that the, I think the race for the top the race for the top four could be over. Chelsea United Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, Spurs at the early kickoff, the half twelve kickoff on Saturday. If if they take three points from that, that leaves Chelsea six points behind. It, I mean, obviously, again, we always use the phrase mathematically, but it could it pretty could pretty isn't it six points? Yeah, but, is pretty at this could, stage of the season. It could pretty much be over by Sunday night. Well, I mean, if Spurs win, Spurs win, Chelsea lose, six six points behind, with two games to play. I mean, obviously, then you're in the realms of goal difference. So you almost think that if if Chelsea lose on, if United lose tomorrow and Chelsea lose. On Sunday, you probably think that Spurs have done it. Yeah. Because even I if United, even, yeah. even if you, we'd be six points ahead of Chelsea and six points ahead of United with two games to play. So you, you'd almost think that three points for Spurs on Saturday against West Ham at home is is vital. I think, I think if we get that, I think we'll be okay. It's just it's the so other two. Close, I, just... I I think. I'll say that I think it's going to be Spurs and Arsenal that get the two places. I, I, I'm I'm confident after obviously Tottenham winning tonight. Um, I I think Tottenham have got third. I just think it. I think if Man United lose tomorrow night, I'd say it probably whoever loses on Sunday will be completely out of it. Can you imagine um, that? Though? And then there'll be two teams. Going for it, so I, th- I think Arsenal will have a very good chance of getting fourth. I can see uh, if Arsenal get something tomorrow, I can see them. Yeah, Leicester away, Brighton at home, Burnley away. I can see Arsenal winning all those if they need to. Well, I suppose we said that about Palace, but uh, can you uh, Chelsea and United both missing out on Champions League football next year? Two we still love two, we two still love the golden ticket. Remember, we've still got Willy Wonka's uh, golden ticket of the yeah, Europa League. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it now. I'm going for Arsenal to win the Europa League. Uh, they can't well. win everything, mate. They either get fourth they, or they, they win it. Don't be they, so greedy. Well, you don't you don't get anything for coming fourth. You don't win anything. Yeah, but I, I think get... Arsenal. I think Arsenal will win the the Europa League. Rubbish. So we've oh. we have got a second chance. So that's our only. Will you come back next year to the podcast, Chris? If you don't win the Europa League and finish outside the top four, will you come back no, I'll, to the I'll podcast on, next year? I'll be year? on view from the sideline EFL edition from next season. If, uh, or will I have to find another co-host? You can find someone who's got Champions League football, mate. I'm not talking about Champions League again if we're not in it. That's Lewis out then. 
I bet he was really excited. <laughs> he's, just me- he's just messing me again. He's, he's just so jammy. <laughs> yeah, jealousy. I just, jealousy. I, just, I, I think that... I the, the thing is, I don't want the players to have that in the back of their mind that they've got that second chance at qualifying for the Champions League through the Europa League. Um, You've still got, still got three games to play to win the Europa League. And... Who have you got semi-final? Frankfurt. Frankfurt. I mean, yeah. they must be the highest placed team that you've actually played in this whole tournament. I mean, uh, they look a decent. They, they look a decent side. I'm, I'm not talking sure. about. I'm talking about a top European league, Chris. I'm not talking about like the Boliv- uh, Bulgarian Super League or whatever. Played all right. Yeah, but they got three goals against us. Czech Republic's not known for its. High level of club football is it, and what they still the score Belarus, three against Belarus League. That's that's quite her hat. No, Ukrainian. Uh, well, yeah, okay, here we go. So again, Frankfurt are the high, <laughs> sort of the best best placed team that you've played. Mate, if we lose to Frankfurt, uh, but they late. look decent. Oh, they look a decent side. Mate, they've knocked into Milan out and Benfica, so they must have something. They I'm going to have to they, scout them. I'm going to have to go out to Germany next weekend. They look a um, decent side. They're fourth, they're fourth in the Bundesliga at the moment. So, um, a bit of drift of, of well, third. But, position, so we're, you know. Yeah, well, I, I think, I don't know, that's going to be, that's going to be a difficult yeah, game, I think. You can't sort of necessarily say that it's going to be a, an, an easy ride. For the rest of the season, he's gone. Yeah. Just, just to finish off the top four, Chris. Just obviously, yeah. if we're saying that, I mean, Liverpool and City are obviously safe. Who's going to win it? Who's going to win the league? Man City. Man City to win the league. Yes. And, and so, so your top they, four, top four in order yeah, now so are so City, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea. I know you don't really think that. That's just your loyalty kicking in. Bottom three, who's going to be the third team to go down? Cardiff. Okay. What about you? I, I'm with you on the top four, but I'm taking Chelsea out and putting Arsenal in. Yeah. Uh, and I do think Cardiff will go down, but I think it'll be closer. I think it'll be closer. It'll, than it'll, be. it'll be... I think Brighton will lose every game now. Until the end of the season, I I can see uh, I can I can see Cardiff getting something away at Fulham, and I think Brighton, I think Newcastle will beat Brighton. So I think sort of this time next week, I think they'll be level on points. Going down on goal difference, that's not nice, though, is it? Yeah, I mean, there's still two games to go, but I mean, let's be honest. If you if you're level on points at the bottom and you're Brighton and you're playing Arsenal away and City at home, I mean, you could. Can you imagine if uh, I don't know? Let's just say, sit if the title race is still on, last game of the season, Brighton are going to have a real job on their hands to beat City if they're still playing to win the title. And if Cardiff only needed a point at United, who have got nothing to play for, you you just never know, do you? You never know. So be it, it will it will be interesting. So yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. Top four. How exciting! Yeah. Um, live action on tonight's podcast, um, which changed our the the sort of 
debate, really. We had a yeah. special topic. If Spurs had dropped points, so, that would have been a different conversation. So, teaser. teaser. Answer, it's not on Ray, but I can't think of anyone else. <laughs> now, my head, now I've got Michael Owen's stuff in my head. I don't know have, you got your, uh, have you got your search engine ready? Oh, I, yeah. I'm, I think it's Kevin Phillips. Kevin Phillips? Yeah, for, when he was at Sunderland. Yeah, but that's who, yeah, that's who I'm going for. Pete, Pete's a bit out there, isn't he, with his, with his uh, questions. So, so what was it? 99? 99, 2000. I, I'm going for... And to be honest with you, I think that may be... The last time someone got 30 league goals. You're right. Was it Kevin Phillips? Kevin Phillips, yeah. Am I right on the second part? I I think... Oh, can't go through each. Thierry Henry was on there. He was sick. I think he might... When he was playing for Spurs? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Kevin Phillips was the last player to get 30 league goals. All right, so that is uh, that is it for this week. Uh, anything else, Rich? Uh, no, all from me. Yep, all from me as well. So we'll see you next week.